Hey family, welcome to Galaxy Vibes. How are you? I hope everyone is doing well. So I decided that I'm going to break the different toxic relationship topics up and I'm just going to do it in different parts. So for the last five, I'm going to like this will be part two and you know, all the way up to part six. So I'm doing this because these last couple of relationship topics are kind of long and I don't want to, you know, try to rush it or anything like that. So we just want to break it down one by one. <laughs> so sit back and relax and welcome if you're new here. Welcome back if you're not. And I, as always, I appreciate you guys. I really do. I appreciate your support. I'm out here just trying to spread the love. And if you know somebody that really needs to hear this, to get some insight on what's really going on in their relationship, please don't hesitate to share it. And if this is something that you're not going through and you just want to get some insight, Cool. We all here to learn. No judgment here. Because some of us have been through these things and we're just ashamed to talk about it. So if you don't want to talk about it with someone, you can just listen in anonymously or whatnot. So no judgment here. <laughs> we are family. So let's jump into it. Today we're going to talk about pessimistic people or aka Debbie Downers. Ooh, and I'm pretty sure we all know some people like this. And we might have been Debbie Downers at one time because all Debbie Downers are pessimistic people are are people that's insecure about certain things or insecure about themselves. So they just project that on other people. So let's hop right into it. Okay, so what is a Debbie Downer? A Debbie Downer is someone who is always looking on the negative side of things. They suck all the fun out of life, which will drain the life out of you. Being around someone so negative makes life less enjoyable. And this does not have to just be strictly um, romantic relationships. This could be friends, this could be family, this could be co-workers or whatnot. Like, because I know you might have had a friend that is just, they suck the life out of everything. It's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> are you ever happy? Are you ever satisfied with anything? Are you? Well, let's look at some of the signs. Like I stated before, these people are insecure intend to sabotage a perfectly healthy relationship by overanalyzing everything and they harbor irrational fears that their partner wants to break up or stop being friends or whatnot if you and your partner have these thoughts it could be a sign of a toxic relationship because it can go on both sides it doesn't have to be just one person Sometimes it's both of the people. It could be a, a double a double duo, a double whammy <laughs> But hopefully it's not that serious. So, like I said, this person is insecure. They sabotage stuff because 
their mind tends to think that something bad is going to happen or the person does not love them. But that could be totally false. Okay, number two. Success does not mean much to them. Instead of being happy, they look on the downside. So say this person gets a promotion at work or say you get a promotion instead of them being happy for themselves or happy for you they well how you get the raise what'd you do to get the raise so it's you can have a female boss and they'll say well it's only because your boss likes you it's only because of this it's only because of that even for themselves they can get a raise and it's like well i could have done better (sighs) i know i got the raise but I think it's only because the person that was originally going to get the raise or promotion, they stopped working there last week. So they had to put somebody in the the position instead of just being happy for themselves or happy for you. They look at the bad side or the downside of it. And that can be very draining. Like who, who it's like, just be happy. Just clap, just cheer, just say good job, something. Be happy for yourself. Like it's not normal to not be happy for even yourself. Number three, so pessimistic people are overly sensitive. They're oversensitive. No matter what you say or do, they always take things the wrong way. They're always defensive. Always. Okay. You can, let me give you an example. You can say, oh, hey, girl, I love your hair that way. Oh, so what you trying to say? You didn't like my hair the way I had it yesterday? So it's some, it was something wrong with the way I had my hair last week? So you're hating on the way I have it? Like, no, I'm just trying to say I like the way you wearing your hair like that. Like, I like that. I like it. Instead of them saying, oh, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate that, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, oh, so, you know, that comes out. And you, it makes the other person want to just take back the compliment. I shouldn't even say anything. I should just. But even if you would have said nothing, oh, I know, you know, I, you know, they hate her. They don't like red. It doesn't matter. It's gonna be something negative regardless. Number four. They obsessively focus on the problems and not the solution. Pessimists are great at pointing out all the problems and are terrible at bringing solutions to the table. They tend to blow mistakes out of proportion. They tend to blow their own mistakes out of proportion. Example. (laughs) Say y'all are having a, a barbecue and you run out of foil. Instead of just going to the store, getting more foil or using, say you got extra plates. I know some people might think it's ghetto, but it works. Just put another plate on top of the plate, put up, wrap it up in a bag or do something. It's still going to get the job done. But instead of coming up with solutions to the problem that you have, they just go on and on about the problem instead of coming up with ways to fix the problem. 
they blow it out of proportion you might not hear the end of it or they just might throw the whole mood off because of one mistake even if they make a mistake even if they're the ones who forgot to buy the aluminum foil it's like oh my god how can i be so stupid how can i be so dumb i always forget everything oh god now nobody's gonna have anything to cover their food up with nobody's gonna be able to it's like it's not this calm down first of all calm down there are other ways to handle the situation you just gotta breathe just gotta calm down okay it's not that deep (laughs) play your role debbie (laughs) Okay, next, maintaining relationships is hard with the Debbie Dollar. For pessimistic people, it's easier to blame others than it is to do the self-reflection to see what they did. If they stop and think about how they acted, it wouldn't be a huge surprise why their relationships fail. My goodness, this, this one right here is a huge problem in relationships this is one of the main problems and sometimes you don't have to even be a full-blown debbie downer like i said you could just pick up a tendency a lot of people do not like accepting the blame for their actions they don't like to go inside and reflect like "Hmm, maybe i was wrong maybe i took it the wrong way or maybe i did something to trigger this situation Or they don't like doing that. They don't like coming back and just thinking about it. Instead, they want to say, well, if you wouldn't have said that, then maybe I wouldn't have said this. Or if you would, it's your fault. You're the reason why this situation is the way it is. When really, maybe they did something, you know? But if they sit back and reflect first and just think about it, then they would know, you know, what the answer is. But a lot of people don't like doing that. And then they're wondering why I knew it. <sighs> they didn't want to be with me because it is. No, baby. It's because of you. Because you don't want to sit back and think and listen and analyze what you could have did wrong in the situation. I know it's hard to do because nobody wants to think that they're the reason why things don't work. But if it's the truth, it's the truth. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Pessimists complain they're not included enough, so they get jealous if they're not the center of attention. Mm. (laughs) Example. You can have somebody that does not like to go to parties, but you can invite them a hundred times. You gonna come to my party? You gonna come to my party? And they're like, maybe, I don't know. They never show up. So at some point, you're going to be like, okay, I'm not going to keep inviting you to my party if you're not going to show up. And you're thinking, okay, maybe they just don't want to come to my party, you know, come to the party. That's fine. I'm not offended. I'm just not going to invite them. And then they find out you have a party, but you didn't invite them. They have a fit. And it's like, why are you mad? You And they still won't come. You can invite them the next time and say, okay, well, maybe let me invite Debbie this time. (laughs) Because Debbie wanted to be mad. And you invite him the next time. And guess what? Debbie still don't show up. Debbie just wants to be the center of attention. That's all that is. Okay. So, 
number seven they love a good feud they always want to fight about something they don't care who it's with they always have a negative story about somebody you could be telling them hey Let's pray for Glenda because her and her husband had a big fight and the kids was involved, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's pray for them. Oh, yeah, girl. And you know I don't like Debbie. I mean, you, don't, you know I don't like Brenda because Brenda always doing this and Brenda always doing that, blah, blah, blah. And I really want to fight Brenda because, <laughs> because I saw that Brenda put a post up about eating broccoli and she said if you don't like broccoli you ain't you ain't it well I don't eat broccoli so I'm gonna confront Brenda even I don't care about her having no problem with her husband good as long as it ain't me it's like really you really you really are that petty well all right and they fight about everything they always want to fight somebody they always want to argue with somebody and get into with somebody even if it's not a reason to get upset or have an argument they want one they they seek it it's like dang you into it with everybody all the time you can't get along with nobody (laughs) nobody debbie nobody debbie (laughs) moving along pessimists tend to be underachievers their negative thinking cripples them to believe they can achieve greatness So it causes them to do nothing. They're not even excited about their future at all. They create stalled stalled out careers, frequent job changes, trouble with money, and plenty of broken relationships. They tend to stay stuck in the present. So these are people who are negative about their own future. They just automatically assume like well I'll never they could be a great artist and they'll say well I'm, I'm not I'm no uh Picasso or whatever I'm no this I'm no that but it's like you are great why aren't you well I can never you know paint that I can never do that what's the point of even trying what's the point there's no point there's no point in me going to school for it. There's no point of even, you know, putting myself out there because I already know people's not going to like my work. People are not going to like my drawings. They're, and they're not. So, oh well. And they avoid success. It's weird, but they do it. They have an opportunity. They can have an opportunity to win $100,000 if they just draw something simple like a flower. And it could be something they can, they have mastered their whole life and they won't do it because they just automatically assume they're not going to win the money. And what you put out in the universe is what you're going to get back. You put out negativity, negativity will follow you. So be mindful. Number nine, bad news is exciting to pessimists. They love gossip. They can't wait to tell everyone especially if it's bad news they like being nosy and judgmental they tend to be hypercritical and overly opinionated and it makes the romantic the romantic partner wonder if they're ever good enough so example (laughs) 
they love bad news about somebody else. They tell me more. They love it. They live for it. They do. And they are judgmental about it. It does not matter. You could tell them, hey, my grandmother is sick. Um, she's in the hospital and I don't know if she's going to make it. It's her lungs. Um, you know, blah, blah. <laughs> well, I told, didn't I tell you to tell your grandma to quit smoking? If she wasn't smoking all them cigarettes or if she wasn't doing this, she wouldn't be in that position that she's in. She wouldn't be there. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you, but so when's she getting out? What the doctor say? Oh, they said she might not make it. Mm. Well, I bet you wish you would put them cigarettes down now. I mean, that's extreme, but it's sort of, the, you know, it's around that ballpark. Like they love gossip. They love negative gossip and they are willing to tell everybody your business. These are the people that have put all your business out there on social media, especially if you're in a relationship, they will put all, you could tell them something in confidence. They act like they care about you. They, they will. They'll listen to you. And they'll put all your business out there on social media or whatever. They'll spread the, the gossip like wildfire. Everybody will know your business. If it don't don't let it be something positive. Mm-mm. You won't hear it. But if it's something negative, everybody's gonna know. So you better be careful about talking to Debbie. <laughs> Cause <laughs> Debbie's gonna tell it. Okay? Just to make themselves look better than you. And this could, this could be a bad thing. Like, well, it is a bad thing. This isn't, nobody wants to be around nobody like that. They'd be ready to get it together. Okay. So number 10. Compliments are hard to accept. For pessimistic people. They undercut themselves. And they feed off internalizing negativity and letting it rob them of their success. They brush off people's compliments, showing just how insecure they really are. And by doing this, it also dismisses the person giving them the compliment. Like I was explaining before, like you could not give them a compliment it's because they're insecure they don't believe it no matter what you say to them they won't believe it you can say oh your smile is so beautiful it lights up the room it's brighter than the sun it makes me smile it makes my soul smile who wouldn't want to hear that type of thing even if you who wouldn't want to hear that you can feel like you got the crookedest yellowest teeth ever but if somebody tell you your your smile is brighter than the sun That is a compliment. That is a compliment. <laughs> but pessimistic people, they're like, man, listen, I don't want to, man, okay. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. Like, what are they trying to get at? What are they, what, what are they after? Why you say that? It's like, um, I'm just telling you, I like your smile. Hmm. Do you really like my smile or is something else? What about what? What is it about my smile that you like? What's so good about my smile? I've been having the same crooked teeth all my life, and nobody ain't never told me they like my smile. Well, maybe I'm the 
first one to tell you I like your smile. Why can't you accept this compliment? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my smile is no Beyonce smile or whoever. You know, I, I my teeth ain't straight. It's just like, oh my, it drives you mad. Like, okay. I bet you I won't give you another compliment, Debbie. <laughs> I bet you I won't say that no more, Debbie. They don't know how to accept a compliment. Or it's hard for them to accept it. They just, it's just, they, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. Um, And we have, some of us have been there. I know how, I have been there some, at some point in my life. Like, I used to be insecure about how I looked. I didn't think I was beautiful. I'm just going to be transparent because we family. I didn't think I was beautiful. So what people my whole life have been saying, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. And I used to be like, what is beautiful? What are y'all looking at? What do y'all see? I don't, you know, even when I I could be looking, ooh, y'all, <laughs> rough, okay, rough. And somebody say, you are so beautiful. It's like, really? Mm. But it's because I had traumatic events where people was telling me that for other reasons. And so I associated it with, you know, some trickery or people just telling me stuff to get stuff from me instead of really thinking that this person really genuinely meant that I was beautiful and because I couldn't see it I didn't believe it and it was hard for me to say thank you it was hard for me to accept it but I had to realize I am beautiful I am and when somebody gives me that compliment thank you Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) I'm not arrogant to think that I'm... Nobody else is beautiful. I'm just the most beautiful thing on earth. Nobody else is beautiful. But I know that I'm beautiful. I know that my spirit is beautiful. Because I was created that way. I am who I am. Nobody else is like me. That's beautiful in itself. That's beautiful. But pessimistic people, they cannot accept that. Okay. Number 11, there's always a but after they give a good compliment to someone else. For example, you could take them to a restaurant. This could be five-star wine and dine, luxurious. Oh, it's so nice. And they'll say, oh, this restaurant is nice, but, but... (laughs) We could have saved more money going to Jack's. Or we could have went somewhere else. Why do we here? We didn't have to come here. They see things as just distorted. They leave little room for improvement. And this is because they don't know what they stand for. They only know what they stand against. It's like they can try to give a nice compliment. They can try to say something nice. And then there's a but afterwards. They just cannot let it be nice. They just cannot let it be positive. Instead of saying, oh, this is a really nice restaurant. Let it go. They can't do that. Or they can't say, oh, you give them a gift. It's like, oh, this is nice, but you could have saved this money and spent 
and um just gave me the cash and I could have did it's like be grateful for the gift Debbie <laughs> what's wrong with you what's the problem <laughs> but that's Debbie for you okay so number 12 they are overly bossy they love to tell you what you should and shouldn't do with your own life people with the most um unsorted personal issues love to give unsolicited advice these people are bossy without your consent like you they like to tell you what to do with your life and they don't even know what they want to do with their own life they, they want to tell you how to live your life and they can't even they don't even have their life together or they don't even know what they want to do with their life it's like they like to rain on your parade just because and it could be sometimes you don't even ask their opinion or ask them how they feel about something they feel like they should like people on facebook or whatever social media you could be saying yes i just bought me a new house blah 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 and they'll hop on there in your comments <laughs> without your solicitation and say oh well you just spent all that money on that house and you don't even have a pool you could have saved your money getting that house or you could have did this with that or you could have did that instead of doing this it's like who asked you who who asked you and whose boss are you you're not my boss You, you don't run me so why do you feel like you can put your two cents in or that's like people getting pregnant why are you worried about savannah being pregnant it's not your baby you don't have to raise savannah's kids you don't you're not helping savannah it's not like you're taking care of savannah's kids savannah is or the father or whoever is it's not you so why do you feel like you need to hop on savannah's post and like oh you having another baby isn't that five isn't that four hmm are you married are you this are you that who's the daddy why does it matter if savannah don't say come give me compliments or i mean come give me comments or come say something or, why do you why do you care i can care less if savannah have a 12 kids that's savannah's problem it's not my problem <laughs> more power to you savannah but Debbie won't let that happen. Mm-mm. Debbie's going to be a downer on that. Debbie's going to be a downer. And it can cause some unwarranted arguments and fights. But then again, Debbie loves that. Debbie loves it. <laughs> Debbie loves to poke the bear with no care in the world. They don't care about none of that. So, these are some of the signs and examples that you're dealing with a Debbie Downer. They cannot be, it's always something negative. It's a negative rebuttal for everything. Sometimes they might not do it all the time, but it's very often. It can be very draining. It's like, oh my God. Especially if you are mainly a positive person or you like positive energy around you, it can drain you. If you're an empath or somebody that's very sensitive to energies, it can drain your life. You will literally feel like you are 99 years old. Like you cannot even 
function properly. It's like, how can you live your life that way? But some people just can't get over it because they are insecure. Now, you might really love this person and you don't want to let go of them, which is fine. That's your prerogative because I mean, being a pessimist or dealing with a pessimist isn't the worst thing in the world, but it's definitely annoying as you know what. (laughs) So there are ways you can deal with the pessimist. Okay, so if you're dealing with the pessimist, the best thing for you to do is just focus on yourself. Do not give your power away to the negativity stay positive if this person comes with you with negativity just don't absorb it don't don't jump on the debbie downer train or the debbie downer wagon or whatever just okay okay debbie all right child (laughs) or donald donald downer if it's a guy don't don't do it just stay positive within yourself you might have to go meditate you might have to just walk away you might have to say just give me a second okay debbie or donald just give me a second let me go over here you might have to switch the conversation if you feel like you just cannot walk away the best thing to do is walk away just stop dealing with that person you don't You're not obligated to deal with the the negativity, especially if you're not a negative person. You are not obligated to deal with that. You're not. You can try to feed positivity into this person's life. But unless they want to stop being insecure until they see it in themselves, then they will not. I'm telling you, I have been in situations where I have tried to breathe positivity into the person that was being a Debbie Downer or being a pessimist but until they want to stop being pessimistic they can because a pessimist a pessimistic person can change they can they don't have to be a Debbie Downer all their life or Donald Downer forever it's up to them it's up to them simple it's it's very simple math but some people just cannot push past it they cannot see it they don't want it because it's too hard it's work digging yourself out of a pessimistic hole is a lot of hard work because you have to look at yourself you have to look at the things that's making you insecure some people don't want to go back and dig up those traumatic feelings or they don't want to dig up the reasons why some people just don't know why and they don't want to get to the root of it because then they'll have to look like I said look at themselves they it's easier to project things on other people it's easier to blame somebody else but when you don't have that person to blame then who wants to shine that light inside themselves because it's very ugly it's an ugly personality to have but some people just don't care. They they want to be the, the ones starting the drama. It's attention. They want to be the ones sucking all the life out the party because it's not their party. Even though they don't want the party. <laughs> it's maddening. <laughs> I 
but it's definitely something that like I said that can be fixed or something that could be overcome it can be something you can deal with if you have a strong mindset if you know how to deal with that type of thing it won't bother you but if you're not that strong if you cannot handle the negativity just walk away until that person get themselves together and if they never get themselves together then you don't need to be a part of their life and they don't need to be a part of yours but I'm not telling you what to do (laughs) I'm just giving you suggestions that can help the situation so guys okay that's it on Debbie and Donald downers the pessimistic people if you know somebody that's pessimistic and you really want to help them and just send them the you know just send them the the link so they can listen in maybe it'll turn something around you never know um maybe you know somebody who's dealing with a pessimistic person but they just don't know what it is send them the link share talk about it with them you know let them know hey you're just dealing with the pessimists this is what you need to do this is what needs to be done to in order to overcome this or whatever blah blah so as always do your research too like you know do your research don't just take my word for it okay so thank you guys for listening in if you have any topics that you want me to go over or if you have any questions about this subject please don't hesitate to send me a message either on Facebook at um, Sabrina Smith or on Instagram at Queen Brina CEO. Check me out on here on Anchor, on Spotify, or iTunes. Check me out. Support. Love you guys. As always, may you fly higher than the galaxy, dripping in love and light. Let's get it. Let's go. Namaste, family. Have a great weekend.